Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a while. Been a minute. It's been a. It's been. It's been since Halloween. I think was our last podcast, which was the That's Saint Vincent crazy. podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're under the scope. We're back. We discuss music on here. Uh, we'll just go into. Oh wait, I'll introduce who you are and who I am. I usually do that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's it's been it's been a while. Be a I forgot thing. how podcasts are supposed to work. Uh, I'm yeah. Will Brost. I'm your host and uh, my co-host, now residing in California, Patrick Anderson. Bouncing back and forth. Yeah, we, when we first started this podcast, I think you were in California. Then you were in uh, Southeast well, no, Missouri no, for a bit. Or? I was in uh, I was in Murray. Oh, Murray. Oh, uh, Murray, Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, we've been we've been doing this for like two yeah two years, two years now. And you've been to Murray, Kentucky, out to San Francisco, then to Nashville, Tennessee, and then now you're back in California, outside of San Francisco. So yep. And this whole time I've been in St. Louis. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Just that's... looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, a lot has happened over the past three months or so, um, so I'll do a little bit of housekeeping. couple main things, though. One, we're now on Podbean. Uh, we're record- This is our first podcast on Podbean, uh, so yeah, check us out on Podbean if you're a Podbean listener or we're through iTunes. You're listening to this podcast, so you're either listening mm-hmm. to it through Podbean or through iTunes. Whichever one you're listening to it through, just be cognizant that you can listen to it through the other medium as well. Nice. <laughs> right. Uh, second thing, uh, yeah, a, a big... We didn't just ignore music all completely over the past couple of months. Uh, we did our annual huge project where we do our top 50 albums of the year. Each of us composes our own list. Uh, we put it in blog format. Uh, and you can find that at under the scope site, S-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. That's under the scope site dot WordPress dot com. Uh, each of us made our own top 50. Uh, we didn't tell each other beforehand what our picks would be. Uh, and if you're thinking, wow, two top 50 lists, I don't want to read all that. That's fine. Just make sure you find the playlist at the end of our lists uh, if you want some new music to listen to. Um, so, yeah, we always have fun doing that. There's a lot of work with it as well. Um, but yeah, I think the list turned out great, and uh, the people seem to be loving our playlist so far. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, so what a better way to return to podcasting than to discuss this new Justin Timberlake album. Um, yeah, there are better ways to return to podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I usually do a pretty decent introduction since we tend to do indie acts that people may or may not be aware of. Uh, I'll do an introduction this time, but I mean, you already got you already know who this guy is, right? Uh, yeah, it's Justin Timberlake. Come yeah, on now. He's, yeah, he's a, a pop star from Memphis, I think. Uh, yeah. He sings, he dances, produces, he writes songs. He has a shitload of personality. Um, he was once the front man of the famous boy band NSYNC. Uh, his first solo effort, Justified, which is just hilarious. Justified, get it? Wow. Justin Timberlake, Justified. Cool. Uh, yeah, he released that to pretty lukewarm reception in 2002. 
2006, he released Future Sex Love Sounds, which is my favorite record of his, and it got more respect from quote-unquote legitimate music publications. Um, 2013, he released the 2020 Experience, which was a pretty ambitious experience for Justin Timberlake, uh, and it received similar acclaim to Future Sex Love Sounds. And now, finally... Part one did. Oh, part... Yeah, right, because part two was panned if i remember correctly that was yeah part two part two was pretty much like negative all across the board yeah i think it like part one i think got best new music on pitchfork and part two i think got below a five not that pitchfork like like the end all be all but you know that's quite a difference so well that was pretty much how like it it translated all across the board too i think i only heard part one i don't think i ever listened to part two but the one with pusher love girl and uh, mirrors on it i listened to that one. yeah that's part one okay yeah those are those are good songs um uh but now in 2018 justin timberlake is going back to his roots uh we have man of the woods which has been panned across the board uh a 55 out of 100 metacritic rating uh implies that it's probably not going to be on a lot of year-end lists this year um I'm kind of a fan of Justin Timberlake, but of, of the two of us, I'd say Patrick is a significantly bigger fan of JT, uh, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this project right now. I mean, just, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that good, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand all the hate. No. <laughs> I'm not even going to go in on that. Just, I mean, wow. Like, this move is just bad on mm-hmm. all accounts. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, as soon as I see the trailer come out last year, or beginning of this year, like, I think it was, like, right at the start of January, he, he releases that, that little teaser trailer for his album and he's walking around the flannel and he's got his baby <laughs> wrapped up in like swaddles and I haven't got... seen this this is <laughs> yeah this is a trailer and he's like he's like coming out of his shell as like wait you guys don't know this about me but like I actually like the outdoors <laughs> like like <laughs> that's because I grew up in Memphis Tennessee and yeah <laughs> I mean, as soon as I'm seeing that, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Just cringing all the way through it. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. He's my probably my favorite pop artist. Um, uh, so I'm like, yeah, well, I got I to gotta at least think that he knows what he's doing. You know, he's going to make at least something that's pretty decent. But what Jesus, a standard, man. by the way. I think he knows what he's doing. Was your expectation? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, yeah, you're right, yeah. That's like that's like the lowest thing to have for something. And he failed that. Like, he couldn't even get to that. Yeah, I don't think he knew at all what he was doing. <laughs> oh, God. This thing is just, it, it's laughable. Like, mm-hmm. it's really just, it's so bad, and it's, it's just laughable. It is pretty bad. He, uh, you know, like, and it's so cringy, too. Like, that's the that's that's another thing about it, too. It's just like, I mean, the first part, the first song of this album, which is Filthy, which I'm sure everybody heard, but the Super Bowl, and um, has probably heard on the radio, because, I mean, it's JT, and new JT, it's, you know, ridiculous radio play. Mm-hmm. So, 
the I mean the first part of this is haters gonna say it's fake. So so I yeah. Mean, how <laughs> let's let's talk about this for a minute because uh, I do want to talk about the Super Bowl halftime performance at Super Bowl Fifty Two. Yeah. Uh, so I figure let's just get this out of the way. But the the first, he opens the Super Bowl halftime performance with "Filthy," which is the intro track on this album. And I had not listened to this song prior to. Oh no! So that was like my first time hearing it. And as soon as it starts, I'm like, "Wow, this this." sounds kind of bad it must be one of his older songs that i don't know about and then it hit me like oh shit this is probably the lead single isn't it <laughs> and then yeah he comes out and says haters gonna say it's fake i'm like oh that's a newer saying yep this is gonna be on the new album um all in all though i actually kind of liked the super bowl halftime show i'm not even gonna lie people hated it i thought it was fine it wasn't over the top or anything which is i think why i liked it um, yeah it was it was kind of it was it was decent. It was uh, it was kind of underwhelming mm-hmm. um, for Justin Timberlake, mm. mm-hmm. but it was like, a, yeah, I thought it was like a pretty good halftime show for a Super Bowl halftime show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think because like, like, I'm usually expected to be like kind of under, excuse me, underwhelmed by halftime shows, but he did a good enough job that I was like, yeah, that was good. And that's, I think that that, you know, for halftime shows, like, that that alone is, like, a, I think, like, good enough for me to call it, like, um, like a, like a B halftime show, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think a B, I'd give it, like, a B plus or something, even though that's not, like, the rating scale we normally use on this show. <laughs> for Super Bowl halftime shows, that's what we use. <laughs> right. yeah. We normally judge things out of 10, but now I'm giving this a B plus. Uh, but yeah, I, I ultimately I give two thumbs up. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say it's fake. But I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give this. Yeah, Super Bowl halftime shows. We're used to a standard that is so ridiculous at its face, right? Like it's not a good halftime show unless we get, uh, you know, Mick Jagger. Uh, Dolly Parton and the, the ghost of Prince have to come out, and then like maybe it's a good halftime show if the right. you, you know right. So it, it's just a ridiculous standard that has to be met. I thought it was fine, just viewing it as like, did I enjoy watching and listening? There were some sound issues, but you know, I mean, it's it's a classic. So yeah. with that whole thing too, people want to be like, oh such a bad halftime show can't believe that they like messed up with the sound i'm like that's not like his performance though like Mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. also happens like literally every halftime show i swear every almost every halftime show has sound issues right it's not just really hard yeah yeah it's so hard to get that thing like 100 percent right whenever it's going on so like you know, as far as Justin Timberlake stuff goes, like after his filthy routine, I thought everything else was pretty damn good. Because it was all so, older stuff. I think that was the only new song you did. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could only yeah. go up from there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just like hoping, like after that, I'm like, please just don't play any more new stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was afraid of the the Prince thing, but that ended up being pretty tasteful. I think. You know, it it could have been just a hologram prince and then like justin timberlake rips off his shirt nipple or whatever uh, of hologram <laughs> prince like that could that could have been funny but it, what we got was uh, was all right and it wasn't technically yeah. a hologram it was just a still image 
or not even a yeah. still image, but a projection of an image, or like a yeah. GIF and they <laughs> they like sound bit they sound bit um, him singing um, uh, Justin Timberlake's song. Yeah, it it was um, yeah. And then and yeah, and then they had I guess they project like the hologram part of it was projecting him actually singing it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was it. I, when they said hologram, I was expecting like you know what. They did a Coachella with, with Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, and and uh, Prince before he died, obviously, had come out with the statement about holograms and just how bad of a idea they are and how distasteful it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right. So, so, and here we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, thank you, JT. He's like, if if I was meant to perform with Duke Ellington, I would have. You know, that would have happened. That's what what the universe would have told me, or something to that extent. And. Uh, you know, and and uh, here we are talking about because who, who gives a fuck? Twenty eighteen, yeah, right. Ultimately, it's just who cares? He's dead. Uh, yeah, so just a grumpy old man. <laughs> so uh, that's that's the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, let's get back to the album, I guess. Um, just to kind of give people an idea of what the sound is like, it's unlike any other Justin Timberlake album. Uh, he described it as quote modern americana with 808s uh which honestly doesn't even sound great on paper but i know that sounds terrible <laughs> i was i was willing to give it a chance though uh and if i'm judging this album by whether or not he was able to execute this particular sound properly i still think he failed like i'm not a fan of the framework at all but even after accepting the framework i think that there's a ton of missed potential on this thing yeah, you're right. Like, like even hearing that, like that, that that was the style he was going for. He ended up screwing that up. Like, it doesn't really sound like that. Like, how are you going to coin this, like, uh, you know, kind of new pop sound that you're supposedly creating, and then screw it up? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> it's it's a. Uh... It's pretty bad, and, and like the problem with it is, it's, it's I guess supposed to be an experiment, but he like half asses it. He yeah, it it I think that like it's, it's it's an experiment to the extent that he said it was an experiment. <laughs> like that's what the experimental part of this album is. <laughs> They just they label the genre on Wikipedia like experimental, and then they ask Justin Timberlake, "What's experimental about it?" He's like, "Well, I said so." You know. Yeah. Well, what are you talking about? Did you listen to it? <laughs> yeah, we did. That's why we're asking you. Well, okay, I have nothing more to say here. Like I, like I, like we mentioned, the idea of Americana and country and folk mixed with modern 808 production sounds like an awful idea. I get that. But he didn't even do that like as as much as he could have. Like he just kind of dipped his toes in into that. Like this album. Yeah, it does not know. it doesn't sound like that. It just sounds like like the part that's Americana sounds like shitty country and the part <laughs> that has 808s sounds like shitty pop. So it's just like it's it's a he described this album as quote shitty country mixed with shitty pop. <laughs> That, that doesn't quite sell it. Oh, so you man, have it's to... so experimental. <laughs> he makes a bad... How do you think he's going to pull that off? He, he makes a bad country pop album and calls it experimental. 
so good. And, and, Dude's a genius. And it's it's a shame too because the production is mostly courtesy of the Neptunes, you know, Pharrell. And there's occasional yeah. Timbaland production on here. Uh, yeah, I love which is to yeah. be which is to be expected. Right, also. right. I mean, Justin Tim- when I think of Timberland, I think of Justin Timberlake, and so they yeah. work fine together. The Neptunes, I love, but I mean, the the Clips album is uh, alone is just enough to make someone love the Neptunes production. But yeah, and yeah, and it, they it worked with work him here. on on they worked with him on Justified too. Like oh, Neptunes really? executive, yeah, the Neptunes executively produced Justified. Justified. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't yeah. call this album uh, with sticking with the justified theme. He could have called this Timber Lake, you know, to kind of keep with the uh, oh the, my god <laughs> the woodsy theme. He should have done that. That would have been pretty Dude, cool. It would have been honestly, it, it would have been better than Man of the Woods. Like who who the hell are you trying to fool here? That's okay. So so let's talk about that. I agree. So this is all hilarious because it all comes off as pandering and uh it, it, it com- yeah, yeah. It completely i, I want to make i want to make a very important distinction here because i don't want to credit i i don't like to criticize people i like to criticize music right i don't know justin timberlake i don't know uh who he is i don't know how he feels how he thinks how he acts i have no idea maybe he is this big time woodsman and i just have no idea but Listening to this album, it comes off as very pandering and disingenuous and inauthentic. And just judging off of some of these song titles, I think I kind of get the pandering point just before I even listen to the music. Starting at, I think it's Flannel. Starting at that, we have the laziest, most pandering song titles of all time. Flannel, Montana, Breeze Off the Pond, Living Off the Land, The Hard Stuff. That is all just like... Okay, I'm writing a country song. Uh, what should I call it? Oh, how about Living Off the Land? Oh, that, that'll be good. I'll write a song about that. And then Justin Timberlake proceeds to try to sell me on the fact that he is somehow roughing it by living off the land, even though he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Just like, I can't relate. <laughs> I mean, Christ, man. This dude yeah. has been famous since he was like twelve years old. He, was he in the Mickey Mouse Club or whatever? Yeah, he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> like at what? With point? Ryan Gosling and Britney Spears. I mean, oh, come on, dude. Living <laughs> off the land. I'm just a man yeah. doing the best that I can. Saint or yeah. sinner, the loser can be a winner with a plan when you're living off the land. Like you are not living off the land. I'm sorry. Maybe for like a he went camping for a weekend and it's like, oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, so there you go. Like, mm-hmm. this whole thing, of the, one of the biggest things I get from this is just how out of touch mm-hmm. this really actually is. Because, like, when he's saying this, you know, like, oh, I'm coming back, I'm a woodsy guy, I'm from Tennessee, I'm doing all, you know, all this stuff, I'm like, okay, you know, fine. Like, benefit of the doubt, he's trying to do this, let's see what's going on. But, like... <laughs> I mean, it is just, like, it's completely, like, somebody went outside, like, to, like, <laughs> just the Rocky Mountains for the first time <laughs> and smoked some weed and was like, wow, I never realized how pretty it is outside. 
and they're like and they and they're going through like a two-month phase of like buying a canoe and like fishing <laughs> yeah, like, it, it feels like a phase it, it absolutely feels like a phase yeah, yeah i mean this is completely out of touch hang on i gotta get this lyric pulled up mm-hmm, because this mm-hmm. is like my favorite thing on breeze off the pond in an album full of good lyrics by the way oh man i mean <laughs> just <laughs> gems Okay, here we go. I had to write some down. Okay, here. So, on Breeze Off the Pond, there's one of the most classic examples of how out of touch and just ridiculous this album is at times. All right, so, verse two. Now the sun dances across the sparkly waves, yeah, while we're canoeing stoned as Tiny Dancer plays. I mean... (laughs) Like, that's what's going on. <laughs> Does that count as roughing it? Is that like you're a woodsman because you smoked weed in the in the wilderness once? That's ba- <laughs> that's basically <laughs> the extent, like, the, the depth of this entire album, God. like, boiled down to a few lyrics, is that is he's stoned on a canoe, listening to Tiny Dancers, seeing the sun, like, glints off of the waves. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's and he's just like inspired for like ten seconds, like wow, I can write an album. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the the whole point of this thing is like this could be excusable if the music was good, but that song you just described, "Breeze Off the Pond," I have, I, I wrote down some notes. I described it as not too bad, even if it's slightly forgettable, and it's still like my third favorite song on this entire album. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just. It's 16 songs, it's over an hour, and there were three songs on this whole thing that I legitimately liked, and the other 13 were either unnecessary, or lazy, or just desperate a desperate attempt to reach some audience that I don't even know what audience he's trying to reach, he's Justin Timberlake, he has all the fan base anyone could ever want, um, Yeah, or it's a combination of everything I just said. So, I guess we'll just go specifics, and I guess we'll do we'll just get positives out of the way. Was there anything you liked about this record? Yeah, and I want to like clarify too on on this because I think that I need to make a note on this too. There's some things that I liked about this record, but they're like, but and like a couple of songs that I legitimately thought were pretty decent, Mm -hmm. but like the fact like the way that like this whole album is like (laughs) how bad this whole album is it makes everything just feel bad all the way through Mm -hmm. you know so it's like like i don't even care about any of the songs that are decent on here because it's like you know this whole thing is just so crappy (laughs) right um so anyway um i thought montana Mm -hmm. was a was a pretty good song i like that um it's i mean it it's still like not that great it's pretty forgettable but there's some good production work on here it's funky um it's pretty cool it's unlike most of the other songs on here um in the fact that it's like it has some structure and some quality (laughs) to it it's it's unlike the other songs in that it has structure (laughs) yeah that's great so um yeah, I thought that that I thought that that song was pretty decent. Um, I think that like "Say Something" mm. is a decent mm. pop song. I don't really like it that much, um, 
but like I think that it's like the melody's pretty decent. The it, it's it's catchy enough. It's like the safest song, and I like I don't think it's bad. Yeah, especially to the extent of like you know some, some of, of these other songs, like flannel. God damn it! Oh god! Um, I, I'll just interject. I, that's the one with Chris Stapleton. I think he's really talented, and I like his voice. And it was good. To, it was good to hear him on this album. I think. Yeah. So the so I think that this song is pretty good the issue that i have with it though is that it sounds like it's it's, it sounds like a chris stapleton song featuring Mm. justin timberlake interesting okay so like it like that's the thing too i'm like you know i'm like i'm I'm listening to and i'm like okay this isn't bad it definitely sounds like you know kind of what he was going for stylistically but then I'm like listening to it more. I'm like, but this doesn't sound like it. This sounds more like a Chris Stapleton song. This sounds yeah. like, like he just wrote the song and now Justin Timberlake's singing on it. So yeah, I could see that. You know, it, it. I don't know. It doesn't. It like the cohesiveness of it doesn't really fit. So and uh, I just want to say with that song, <clears throat> I, I wrote down this really profound lyric uh, that I heard in the song. <sighs> Um, I thought it was necessary because, I mean, wow, just pretty deep here. The whole song is about, you know, say something, say something, say something, say something. And then you're like, and and you're like, well, say what? And then at the end, it's they pull back the curtain and the whole time it's sometimes the greatest way to say something is to say nothing at all. And I'm like, wow, what a powerful sentiment that I had never heard before. So profound. <laughs> that, it's that uh, the Doge meme. Wow, much profound, <laughs> much deep. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, what the hell right. Is that? Yeah, yeah. That, but that was that was down. Bad. What a letdown. Yeah, that, that is like so, the yeah. whole time you're building up to say something. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like, well, oh, okay. What are we saying to this person? It's like, oh, I'm actually not going to say anything because that sends a message too. It's like, okay, yeah, we get that. That's really passive aggressive, but fine. Uh, so yeah my brief positives uh breeze off the pond in montana were two of my favorite quote-unquote favorite songs on here my other one uh was higher higher i thought that was just okay and that was and that one didn't have much country in it at all neither did montana really instrumentally they were just solid songs yeah they they flowed well i thought um the best songs on here seem effortless but the problem is he's trying way too hard on this album all the time. Mm-hmm. So th- those are those are those three tracks, I guess, are my my positives. Um, but yeah, it, other than that, it's and here's the thing. It, this is um, it, this kind of goes back to the whole half-assing the experiment thing, but it's a slightly different gripe in the same vein. It's not that cohesive. It's not like he just stuck with the exact same half-assed direction the entire time filthy which starts off doesn't even have any country in it midnight summer jam has acoustic guitars which okay sure we're a little closer sauce we're at like a funk song and then finally on track four we're actually getting into the country stuff and then by track six wave we're doing like an island beach vibe which totally throws off the country thing i thought we were establishing so it's just it leaves me and then, lost. Yeah, and then you got supplies, which is like supplies. Amigos rip-off. Yeah, <laughs> what would you say, amigos ripoff? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh oh, and that's another great lyric right here. Uh, 
Some shit start to go down. I'll be the one with the level head. The world could end now, baby. We'll be living in the walking dead. So, Dude, this that whole song, you could just like read the entire verses and uh, as far as gems for shitty <laughs> lyrics on here. I mean, like, it's just bad. <laughs> At least the chorus isn't annoying on that one. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, but the way he just delivers even the verses, he has like the... Like, he has this weird like twang to the way he delivers the verses on that that song is just flat out annoying i'm sorry yeah um but but yeah uh wave and sauce were the two that just threw me for a loop because i thought this was supposed to be modern americana with 808s right and sauce (laughs) sauce by the way is like that 30 rock uh, Steve Buscemi meme where he says how do you do fellow kids and right. <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. he's like sauce really Justin Timberlake is using the term sauce uh, and he has that lyric I love your pink you like my purple which wow uh, and then wave I guess sounds okay but it's uh, it, it's like as far removed from man of the woods as you could possibly be it's like okay we've been yeah. in the woods too long now let's go to our beach condo. Like, I, yeah, right, yeah. Like, it, it feels like it feels like on 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 most of this, he's like, or not, well, not most of this, but on like those examples, mm-hmm. he's he's like ready to like do an album on here. But then he's also like, but I kind of still like this other stuff, uh-huh. so we're gonna throw this in here too. It's like, well, just commit to something exactly. here, exactly, because these like. These just have nothing at all to do with this this style. I mean, they are just like, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't get it. It it's really like crazy that like somebody as seasoned as Justin Timberlake and Pharrell mm-hmm. and Timbaland that they were like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Let's just put this together. <laughs> right. Right. Like I, I don't know how this happened. Like how you put how you put those songs in here and like make this this album like uh, the structure that it is. I mean, there's 16 songs on here. You couldn't cut out at least sauce and wave. Right. Yeah. Right. Or you know any of the other unnecessary songs. Like, and after a certain point, it's like okay, we get it. You're a country guy. You like flannel, whatever. But if he really wanted to do this direction, I think he should have brought on uh country music producers or folk music producers you know people that people that work with chris stapleton a lot someone like that uh but as a result the country songs aren't country enough the pop songs have just a little too much country influence in them he's a really talented pop artist obviously so i wish he would have either just committed to his classic pop sound and just updated it a little bit or just go full country I just flat out release a country, not country pop, not country 808s, but just a country album. But he was, I guess he was afraid to do that because of backlash. And as a result, he has maybe more backlash because he only half-assed it and came up with this weird genre blending that doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, it feels like the 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 songs like, like Filthy, like Sauce, like Wave Supplies... <laughs> whatever i mean yeah dude also the beginning of that where he's been playing the freaking vine mm. of that of that bet like that thing is so old and it's like dude pretty woodsy like, yeah 
Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm pretty woodsy, man. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. You anyway, know what else so, was like. Yeah. The other woodsy thing I thought was pretty great on here was uh, his choice of featuring Americana country legend Alicia Keys on a song. I thought that was pretty great. Actually, that song was. Yeah, how is he not? How is he? How are the only two features he get, gets on here? Alicia Keys and Chris Stapleton. Yeah, if, where was like Robin Pecknold or Boney Vare? You know, where were they? <laughs> At first, whenever I saw that trailer, I thought that I thought that it was he was going to go down a Boney Vare like for Emma route because mm-hmm. um, he's he's or like right or like some sort of like you know experimental like hipster. Um, woods vibe but you know i mean i guess i guess (laughs) i don't know i i don't know okay anyway so Mm -hmm. the what i'm saying is the the what it feels like with those songs filthy sauce ways supplies um it feels like he he wasn't comfortable enough with his with this genre and he decided to like sandwich in these these like you know, half-assed hits, pop hits, to kind of like get get things on the radio and kind of like ease people into it. Mm. I'm like that. Like how how <laughs> what do you expect people to think if you don't even believe in the in the own <laughs> genre that you are coining? <laughs> it's like uh, if Radiohead put uh, like Creep on Kid A or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you yeah. might not like this right fake, away, but he fake plastic creep. trees. just like have some confidence and again it's all just this half ass it just shows me it just shows me that this was like just a super indulgent like Mm -hmm. you know he just did it because he was like yeah whatever i'll I'll just do something you know it just shows me that it was like mostly that instead of like any sort of artistic experience or anything like that yeah it's you know uh this album uh, for people that hate pop music, this album is everything that people hate about pop music. It <laughs> it comes off as just totally branded and fake. And uh, yeah, it, oh, you were saying something about pandering to hipsters. I get people pandering to certain crowds. Like I think the whole Taylor Swift aesthetic recently was, you know, uh, just a total brand. You know, oh now oh. she now she's the bad girl, so she's pandering to that a little bit. Yeah. If you want to pander, hipsters is like the worst possible group to try to pander to because that's all they care about is like they're more aware of pandering, I think, than any other subculture there is. Like, yeah, it, they <laughs> det- hipsters determine what is cool. Like those those half indie bands you hear on the radio, like Lumineers oh, or God. Hozier. Yeah. Hipsters hate them because they know they're trying to be cool. They're trying to be indie or whatever, and it's just the most impossible group of people to try to pander to. So it, that was just a poor decision. Yeah, that's the complete. That's the complete opposite of what that subculture is built off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. The, the whole reason it exists is because they're tired of fake and uh, fabrication. They're they want authenticity in their music, which is why they you know they listen to like yeah, really low fi stuff. But if but he's but you know Justin Timberlake's brilliant plan is mm. if you if you wear enough flannel oh. and you name your song because you know hipsters like flannel right? oh absolutely. You know? absolutely and you and you wear beanies and things like that then of course I mean like you're one of them so mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, <laughs> I think Justin Timberlake's biggest problem is that 
he didn't have a song called uh, uh, "Local Coffee Shop." I think that's I think that's where he lost the hipsters on that. I think that's on Man of the Woods Deluxe Edition. <laughs> Deluxe Edition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my coffee shop. He's got that stupid <laughs> twang. <laughs> There's already this album's already too long. I can't I can't fathom the idea of a Deluxe Edition of Man of the Woods. <laughs> but yeah, maybe if he had you know more songs entitled uh, just Wow, I'm loving the vinyl resurgence you know then maybe maybe <laughs> one of them is woke, woke <laughs> <AF>. <laughs> oh god but yeah it, i mean the he's just and he's way too cool of a guy he he is a cool guy i'm not going to lie he he has this swagger yeah, about yeah he's him. just in Timberlake. Yeah. I mean, like he doesn't you know, need to it, pander to anybody. If he's just himself, no. everybody loves him because he's Justin Timberlake. But instead, he's yeah. making, you know, old meme references and saying haters gonna say it's fake. And when I heard that, <laughs> which yeah, which is such an old like old thing too. Like that thing. I, that was what like years ago. Yeah, like. When that was even a thing. <laughs> Honestly, that was probably the first song he wrote on this whole thing. One, because this that's like a really old meme or whatever. And then two, it has nothing to do with country music and instead has a lot to do with like farty dubstep production, which was popular at that time. So <laughs> That's a great description of this farty. It is farty. It's, it's awful. <laughs> when he said haters gonna say it's fake, I'm like, okay, well what's fake to say what's fake like we all know you're this really rich guy is that what you're talking about and i'm like exactly when i listen to it i'm like oh i get it it's this whole country persona he's been trying to sell that's what's fake <laughs> right yeah uh, yeah but clearly it's not if you, you know judging by this song filthy <laughs> <laughs> right right He's clearly, he's clearly giving me what I wanted to hear with this country vibe. <laughs> yeah, right. The worst God. possible song to make that sentiment on. <laughs> but, oh my... Let's talk about... God, I don't want to talk about this album too much, but... I was really, like... I mean, I was I was excited to do this podcast, but Absolutely. I was really like <laughs> mad that I had to go through this more than a few times oh, yeah. listening because I was like, like after the first listen, I'm like, this is, I mean, this is bullshit. I'm not. There's mm -hmm. nothing I'm gonna find that's gonna like bring this from this terrible point to anything, you know, higher. Well, I, uh, hi, yeah, I, I listened to this <laughs> when I left Nashville. And uh, I had, like, a five-hour drive, so I'm like, oh, I'll listen to this album in the car or whatever. I had to, like, stop, take a break, and then come back to it, <laughs> even though I wasn't doing anything except for driving and listening to music for five hours. I couldn't make it through. It was just... And, uh... Oh, one more thing about this whole inauthenticity thing, and then I'll drop it. His son's name is Silas, and there's a song dedicated to him at the end of the album called Young Man. Yeah. And it's... It's an, an appreciative, adorable concept. He's given his son life advice. It ends up being a little cheesy for me, but whatever. A anyway, I looked up the name Silas. Apparently, it means man of the forest. So there's two things with that. One, why not call your album Man of the Forest if that's your kid's name? Like, why did you switch it up to Man of the Woods? Yeah. And then two, 
I like to think that he named his son that just just for the sake of this album. <laughs> like, oh my! No, see, guys, I am Woodsy. I named my my kid Man of the Forest. I'm, I'm so committed to the wood life that I take my kid Man of the Woods. The only song on here that, or the only two songs on here that I think pretty much commit to country are the hard stuff and flannel and i don't like those songs at all but i can kind of respect that they're they're at least country songs like they are the hard stuff is for sure yeah the flannel flannel does compromise a little bit but yeah the hard stuff is a flat-out country song and it sounds unnatural for him but at least he's trying to do a country song and i mean he goes in on that twang oh yeah the hard stuff like (laughs) yeah he like Oh, is man. that insulting yeah. for people? Like, if you're a fan of country that's, music, does that insult That's basically you? cultural appropriation. Like, Yeah. Like, in, I mean, like, it's country music, so it's, like, hard. To, I guess it's, like, you know, it's not like you're, you're, you're doing a rap album and you're, like, faking, like, you know, a black accent or something like that. Right. Shout it's out a to little Australia. bit, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit different, but, like, it's also kind of not because the dude is basically just like saying like, "Oh, I can, country's not country unless you sound like this." Right, right. Got to sing about um, uh, how hard life is and the trucks and the women and the the beers. Yeah, dude. Like this, uh, people actually sound like that because of their accents, dude. Like it's not like you don't. It's like that's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not like a. It's not like a an act that people are putting on. Right. You know, like it, <laughs> yeah, they are actually like that. And that's what continues this out of the touchness, and he—I guess it's kind of bro country, except it's not bro country because it's not like that Florida Georgia line stuff. But it's similar yeah. in that you're not really country, but you're trying really hard to be country. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're a fan of country music and you were pissed off that Justin Timberlake tried to sound like Eric Church, let us know. We would appreciate hearing that. Um, but yeah. that's something I was curious of as I was listening, like. Wow, I wonder if this pissed off anybody because it would probably piss me off if he just tried to sound, uh, you know, a certain way. Like if he made a rap album and kind of pushed his tongue a little bit, like that would make me mad. So I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the biggest. I mean, one of the biggest or the the overall thing that you know is to take away from here is that it's a terrible song. First of all, oh, absolutely. And that accent that he does is so unnatural and just so it's so strong like the the accent that he decides to put on that it just it it makes the whole song cringy it's so Mm -hmm. cringy to hear like it's not like he's paying homage to anything he's just like well i guess i gotta say i like this if i want to sing a song (laughs) and (laughs) and he only does it for the one song too like yeah, he does it just for that. So it so it just makes it just feels so gross by the end of the song. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, why? Why would you? What? What? What made you decide to do something like that? It, how? How is that a good idea? What made you decide? This is kind of like um. Uh, who told you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Stapleton plays guitar on that song. How is really? he not looking at Justin Timberlake and being like, hey, dude, maybe don't throw in that nasty twang yeah. that you got. <laughs> maybe stop being a patronizing asshole. And just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, um, this is kind of goes back to my disclaimer of like, you know, maybe Justin Timberlake did grow up with this country accent and everything. But the fact is, we haven't heard it in his music 
throughout his entire career up until now. This is like when uh, people defended, uh, defended Drake uh, views, where it's like he started saying mans and ting and all of that. And people were like, yeah. oh, no, that's it, there's a big Jamaican influence in Toronto. No, that's that's okay. And it's like, okay, well, maybe. But up until <laughs> that point, he hasn't used it in any of his songs. And now he's just decided, oh, I'm going to say ting a lot. Yeah, like, right. It's, it, even if it is genuine, it doesn't come off that way because you've established that you're not that. It's, it's just, it's more weird than anything. I'm not offended. It's just weird. Yeah, know. it's bizarre. It feels like Justin Timberlake just realized that people from Memphis, Tennessee have country accents and they <laughs> like country music. And he was like, oh, shit, I, need to, I guess I need to be doing something like that. It's great. And even the album cover kind of paints this whole thing of like, I'm a country guy, but not really. Because he has the split picture going on. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm split between my two identities, and I'm like, yeah, and it's like that. But the, the album problem is here. called "Man of the Woods," so it's like clearly he's <laughs> trying to commit to something. Yeah, it's like, are like, you or not? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's just no. Uh, I I don't I don't get how this how this got like just passed down. God. And and people were like, yeah, no, this is the, I, I, this is a good idea. <laughs> and you know, I don't want to say thankfully that sounds pretty rude, but I guess we're not alone on this, which is kind of nice. It, critics hate this album. I think fans generally hate this album, though. There's always fans that just love it because it's Justin Timberlake. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's, it's not good. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I pretty much have only final thoughts left. What about you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to. I mean, I don't really want to go too much in on it. I was really, at first, I was super, super disappointed just because, like, I love Justin Timberlake. He's he's probably my favorite pop artist. He, I think that Future Sex Love Sounds is like a, an innovative, amazing pop album. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020 part one is is absolutely great um and uh, justified has i mean like it's, it's got some great hits on it it's cheesy um, is that cry me a through. river is that like yeah that yeah right yeah cry me a river okay. uh rock your rock your body oh yeah okay um yeah i mean it's got some great hits on there um so, yeah, so like you know, I'm I I love this dude. I think that he's fantastic and super talented. I was, you know, super impressed at how like how good he sounded during the Super Bowl, and you know, he's definitely like still got this, got some, got some <laughs> sauce. God. <laughs> No, he's still got some some talent left in him. It's not like he's just this old man that's like you know can't dance anymore, can't sing anymore, right. anything like that. So, you know, I'm, when I'm when I'm hearing this, um, I'm just so like disappointed because I'm like, dude, like how how this is such a letdown. <laughs> like, how does this happen that you're just like that you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna phone it way the fuck in on this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically what this is you know but now i'm listening through it and i was just it's more laughable than anything else right yeah just like why like why just why now that i'm not expecting anything great when i listen to it it's more just like wow that was kind of funny 
Uh, yeah, at first I was really upset, but I'm like, whatever, you know. And it's been it's, it's been five years since his last album. Like, it, people, I imagine, were pretty excited to hear new Justin Timberlake. You know, I'm not... Damn, yeah, it thing, has been but, five years. That's crazy. Yeah. Or did he do anything on that Great Gatsby soundtrack? Or am I mistaken? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't count. It yeah, wasn't right. his... It wasn't his album. Yeah. Okay. I just realized that that 2020 was released in 2013, though. That's right? crazy. Yeah. It's it's been quite some time, and he returns with, he he took a little you know a little time and went to the woods for a couple weekends in that four year period and. <laughs> right. Yeah. A couple weekends. Yeah. Part owner of the Stayed. Memphis Grizzlies decides to rough it for a weekend and. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I guess I'll just go into my final thoughts. Um, but real quick, I just, I, the first thing I'm doing when we're done here is I'm just deleting this shit from my Spotify. I cannot wait for that. It's taking up I already, uh, Yeah, I already, I already have. Yeah, it's, From uh, my Apple, from my Apple music. Yeah, this is, uh, it's something. But yeah, okay. This doesn't deserve to be in my library. <laughs> Seriously, you can only have, or on Spotify, you can only have, like, so much stuff saved. Like, I have to delete it. I can't just ignore it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no, then, yeah, no, there's like, no yeah, way. Well, fuck it, you know? Uh. All right, so, yeah, I guess final thoughts here. Uh, Man of the Woods, frankly, is the worst album I think we've ever reviewed on this podcast. Uh, the previous owner of that title was Lil Yachty. But the thing is, with Lil Yachty, it was bad. But I think he's one of the most genuine artists out there, and so I can appreciate it in some extent. Even though the music was awful, it sounded like it was the music he wanted to make. Um, for Man of the Woods, uh, at its best, it sounds mildly enjoyable. And at its worst, it seems forced, uh, misbranded, pandering, disingenuous, all of that. Uh, of the 16 songs we have on here, I actually liked three of them. Three out of 16. Um, many of the other songs on here I think are tolerable. They're fine. Kind of like that Alicia Keys track. That's fine. Midnight Summer Jam. It's fine. Um, but a, a majority of this record I just flat out do not like. Um, the, the phrase he used to describe this album, Modern Americana with 808s, uh, as I mentioned, it, it doesn't pique my personal interest at all. But I think... For every genre of music or every path you could go down in music, I think there's a way to make it enjoyable. I, I would never just rule out an entire genre of music as bad. Uh, even in my least favorite genres or musical ventures, there is some stuff I enjoy. Um, so I was willing to give it a chance. Uh, instead of legitimately taking this full risk, however... He resides in the shallow end for the vast majority of this album. Um, it's it, I'm not sure which creative mind uh, decided to compromise this entire process, uh, but the result, as you implied, could barely be described as an experiment at all. Uh, and it's not even as if Man of the Woods fully commits to this half-assed experiment it 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 makes a half-assed commitment to this half-assed experiment 
right? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Songs such as, as I mentioned, Sauce, Wave, Filthy, they take me out of whatever direction this album was even attempting to pursue. Um, and in the the rare moments that it does strike this balance of pop and country in a way that is done well and seamlessly are few and far between. Uh, I doubt that this album makes my year-end top 50 this year. Uh, two out of ten. Right on. Yeah. That was really, those were really great final thoughts. I think those were some of the most concise final thoughts that I've ever heard from you. Well, thank you. Uh, the, it, yeah. It's it's very hard to it not It takes be the worst album we've ever reviewed to get the best final thoughts <laughs> I've ever heard. It's, I mean, everything about this album is pretty much in your fucking face. You know, there's, there's no... Uh, philosophical musings to try to ponder here no. everything yeah, everything you could think about nothing to really work out here exactly it's uh your thoughts are pretty apparent with this one so yeah yeah so okay so my my thoughts on this thing are it feels like at the release of this it feels like Justin Timberlake had a deadline set for himself after the 2020 experience where he was like, okay, by 2018, I got to release a new album. He spent too much time in the couple years following up to 2018, apparently smoking weed on a canoe. We could have the shimmery water in like Lake Tahoe or something or in Michigan. And, realized like a few months before that he had to release an album he's like oh shit i guess i'll just write an album on you know what i've been doing for the past couple weekends (laughs) that's basically the depth of what man of the woods is there is nothing here there's nothing here that is insightful about the lifestyle of, a, of, of country people, country artists, <laughs> country music, wood life, nature, whatever like things are associated to this album in terms of woods or country or whatever. There's absolutely the bare minimum applied to it. And that's like the biggest issue I have with this thing. Because some of the some of the production on here is pretty good. Because I mean, it's the Neptunes, it's Pharrell, mm-hmm. it's Justin Timberlake. You know who he is. So of course he's going to have stellar production or producers on his on his projects. I mean, but the thing is, they are half-assed. He is half-assed. Everything's so shallow. Nobody's tried on this thing. I've, you know, it, it, it wraps up everything that you could, that you could, like, that, that is annoying about the thing, like, like what people thought found annoying about pandering people like Hillary Clinton is wrapped up <laughs> in this album, basically. That's like the aesthetic of this. It's not Amer- it's not modern Americana with 808s. It's the it's the the it's pandering tangible. That's basically what this is. It's really it I mean it it's just annoying. So it, <laughs> you know the the 
I think that Justin Timberlake's great. I'm still a huge fan of him. I don't think that he's this, you know, completely out of touch with people, person. And I, I don't think that he's like, I don't think that he's like, I don't know, just doing this for, I don't know, I'd like to believe he's not just doing this for money, but it's really, I don't know, it, the, the evidence is kind of building up against him right here. Haters don't say it's fake. But... <laughs> So I still, I mean, I, I love Justin Timberlake, but I mean, this thing is just absolutely inexcusable. There's nothing about here. I mean, there's some decent songs on here, but like, if it if it wasn't for the fact that Montana was a well-produced song and wasn't terrible and Breeze Off the Pond sounded decent and, you know, if it wasn't for those, like, this would be a, a zero album. <laughs> I'm 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 completely serious. There's like everything else about this thing is so cringy and so uninspired. It makes me so uncomfortable listening through to this. Like I I feel bad after I'm done listening to this thing. It's just like like I feel like why did I listen to that? That's how bad of an experience it is for me. Um, that being said, there's not not everything about it is absolutely horrible. So I can't, I, I'm not going to give it a zero. I can't really justify giving it a one mm. quite just because there's like some decent moments on here, <laughs> but I'll give it a two yeah. because I'll, I'll match you on the two yeah. because, just because, but I, I mean like, man, yeah. A no, two is still a, pretty bad, you know, like it's. <laughs> a two is horrible. Yeah. A two? Come on now. So. Uh, yeah. But I calculated up. You know, so you said you had three out of 16 songs. I say about three out of 16 songs that I thought were decent. Mm -hmm. So I added that up. That is, that it rounds up to a 2%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, uh, so, or not a 2%, but a, a 20%. Right. Sorry. Yeah. But so, so that, I mean, that makes sense. So, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's exactly right, you know, on, on how this, on how this, this album feels. I'll, uh, I'll never listen to this again. Um, you no. gave you gave it a two. I gave it a two. That averages to an F. Um, <laughs> that averages to a bomb. Yeah, it, yeah, right. It's a it's a frowny face for sure. Uh, you mentioned uh, a frowny face with a tear, just because I like Justin Timberlake. So I love I love uh, you comparing him to Hillary Clinton. And and I love Hillary Clinton, but do do country people like Hillary Clinton? Is that something they want to hear in their music? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's 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 like the feeling that I get from it. It feels yeah. like that that it feels like the Hillary Clinton hot sauce video. <laughs> sauce. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't sample that. That that in his in his song instead of the Best Buy thing, like oh, what's one thing you got me back? Hot sauce. This is it a, goes a, sauce. It's it's the uh, it's the the not to preview our next review wink wink but it's kind of like the the black panther what are those joke <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah so yeah that's that's justin timberlake uh as i just suggested suggested uh, <laughs> we we may or may not we probably will be doing uh the black panther soundtrack for our next podcast uh, and both of us have seen the movie, so we might talk about mm -hmm. the film a little bit. Do a little bit of a 
half music review, half film review kind of thing. You know, that could be maybe we'll maybe we'll start a spinoff. Yeah, podcast uh, under the and, uh, and uh, under the video. I don't know what to call it, but yeah, under the movie. Uh, great, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just awful. Uh, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be as inspired by that as Justin Timberlake was with this by going out to the woods for a weekend. Right, we're we're, we're gonna like, wow, take. We did pretty good on that. Let's start a podcast. <laughs> right. We're we're gonna take the Timberlake approach of uh, not fully committing to doing a movie <laughs> review podcast, but just kind of dabbling in it a little bit. <laughs> we're just talking about music <laughs> and podcast, movies. And at the end. Oh yeah, and this is what we watched this weekend, <laughs> and not be great at either. But that said, stick around because that'll be fun uh there have been some notable albums that have come out uh recently we'll be trying to figure out what we want to do with those as well uh yeah thank you for listening once again check out our top 50 lists of 2017 under the scope site.wordpress.com uh we've gotten a good amount of page views and people love our playlist so at the very least just find some new music to listen to we got your back we cover all sorts of genres so yeah uh Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods, 2 out of 10 average. I mean, pretty fucking bad. Um, Tell you all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, thank you for joining me, as always. Uh, yeah. See you for the Black Panther review. And Hopefully uh, hopefully we don't have to yell as much about that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we hated that one, too. Who's, who's to say? <laughs> but uh, I guess find out next time. And uh, all right. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.